1: today on the zabe cast i know this sounds like clickbait but the supposed numbers nerds ran a simulation on the bracket on tuesday and their final four was well hilarious sin city is shut down and mr x joins me to pour one out for our favorite hangout in all the world all that plus when you say size don't matter don't tell that to narwhals your coronapocalypse boredom buster is hot and fresh so buckle up And let's go! (laughs) Here we go! Thursday, March 19th, 2020. Thank you for downloading. Hope your isolation is going not so terrible. By the way... I should. Somebody made a good point, and that is we shouldn't call it social distancing. We should call it physical distancing. And I'm going to start saying that. Physical distancing. Social distancing, no. We want to be socially close to each other at this time, both electronically and by other means, and even socially close while staying six feet apart. Visit a neighbor, stay six feet apart, that kind of thing. We don't have to be socially distant, just physically distant. So, get a load of this before we bring Mr. X on. ESPN's number, numbers nerds, Seth Walder of ESPN Analytics, ran the tournament with Joe Lombardi's bracket in a simulation. Now, they point out that, look, simulations, which use the numbers of, you know, the strength of teams and some sort of other factors. <laughs> so nerds will talk about all this stuff. Uh, they say, look, life is not a simulation, uh, that tournaments are a one-run sim. So what they did was they ran the sim 2019 times and then on the 2020th run, which is this year, they chose that as the, okay, boom, what did the results say? Kansas had the best odds of winning at 18%, Duke 17%, Gonzaga 15%, Michigan State 10, Dayton 7, Baylor 6, Ohio State 3, San Diego State 3, Louisville 3. None of those teams made the final four in this simulation. You ready for the final four in the winter? (laughs) Try not to laugh, but this is what the numbers came up with. It was Wisconsin over BYU in the title game. The other semi uh, was uh, BYU. Or no, sorry. Wisconsin over Maryland in the final four. BYU over Virginia. And then Wisconsin over BYU. Something is seriously wrong with their software. If that's really what came out. And with that, we go to Mr. X in times like this. Mr. X. Hey, Sam. Am Like cutting into your bedtime? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, <laughs> How are you surviving right now, by the way? You've got all the boys back from college, or three of the four boys back from college, right?
0: Yeah, three out of four are home. It's, uh... No, make no mistake. It's a, uh, it's a difficult time. It's
1: tough. Is this going to be 30 minutes of this? Cause my listeners nope. don't need this from you. Nope. They need a little bit of tough. tempo, a little bit of positivity, a little bit of gallows. Fucking humor. Mr. X.
0: Jesus. I got you. I'm looking for it. I'm I think to find you're it. just,
1: I think you're just the, you're just, the, you're just the, because you're such a degenerate and you yeah. love sports so much and you just put three TVs in your house. This is hitting you really hard this is it such is. a gut punch man holy shit
0: yeah hey I went downstairs the other night now with three of them home I went downstairs the other night and all three TVs were fired up each of them was on a different one playing in the same Fortnite
1: game oh my god really <laughs> so yeah, they I mean, fa- like they're all
0: play the same game but they each use their own TV I guess well yeah because then uh, you
1: can see your own vision because everyone else uh, everyone is in the game is in a different part of the battlefield. Yep, so okay. that was
0: not the intention I had when I put those things
1: up, that's for sure. All right, so I just uh, I just read the story where ESPN's Numbers Nerds ran a simulation on the tournament, and they came up with yeah. the winner of Wisconsin over BYU, with Maryland and Virginia as the other two entrants. A 4, a 4, a 6, and a 6. Something tells me they've got either shitty software parameters that – factor in that don't factor in certain things or this was just one really weird roll of the 64 team dice what do you think
0: well while that is obviously a crazy final four um i will say that the one thing we knew going in was more than any other year usually there's maybe half a dozen teams maybe six to eight at most that you really think can possibly win okay i couldn't pick this year between number 10 and number 35 they're all the same. It's a coin flip. They're so even that the fact, if you told me it came up with a crazy team, it wouldn't surprise me at all because it's all coin flips.
1: Okay, but still, th- th- this Final Four can't be the case.
0: Sure, sure but I better B-Y-U, think that you'd have four other crazy teams is what I mean.
1: The, there's just no way BYU wins. See, here's what I think they don't. There's two things I think they don't account for in this. And you tell me if your instincts agree with me or not. Thing number one, tournament teams that get on a run put down tape as to what they're doing. And when they run into a superior team, they got some good recent tape on what they're doing and how to stop them. That is probably not factored in. Hmm.
0: I see the point. I still think that if they re-simulate this again, you have four very different ones. There just is no Kentucky, no Duke. Well, I mean, they're fine. They just don't have anybody that you can say, wait a minute, no way, they're not in it. I can't think of anybody. I would play the don't against everybody
1: okay. is what I'm saying. But Mr. X, like yeah. this Final Four is a virtually unprecedented array of just low seeds yep. as well as uh, scub teams. I mean, Wisconsin is a nice story. They're a scub team that doesn't have the staying power to make it all the way. No chance. They just don't.
0: That's true. I'm just. I guess you could say that about 40 of them, though. is I guess what I'm feeling. Okay. So the you second so thing. Somebody has to. Somebody has to win. I don't
1: know. No, well, yeah. okay. Now wait a minute. Who who stole Mr. X? By the way, that's a very <laughs> uncritical thinking thing. Someone has to win. Here's the other thing that I think. Whatever their software inputs are as to how they figure this out. Here's what they don't account for the refs and the refs get influenced by the better coaches and the bigger programs and the more fans. There is a definite advantage with that and how the game and how the games are called and how the games are called. Once you get to the say elite eight and the final four, they tend to favor the more superior teams. They let them play more, don't they?
0: Some do, some don't. That's always a tough call. Let's put it this way. <clears throat> I would've been very happy if the best teams were doing well this year. I will tell you back in early December, I put down two prop plays to win it all. And one at 40 to 1, I had Baylor.
1: Okay?
0: Long before they climbed up the ladder. Okay? And at 50 to 1, I had San Diego State. And I was looking at them both being a potential one seed uh, with crazy long shot odds. So, yeah, throw this one in the trash also.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, let's look at the Mr. X carnage. So, you had a couple of long shot plays that could have been nice payouts. Mm-hmm. You had your season totals in baseball shot to shit oh. because of this. Uh, sure. <laughs> you got uh, the kids home. kids home eating you out of house and home. Well, you still have to pay for their college tuition. It's not like the colleges are giving you guys a break yeah. because they're not there on campus being edumacated, right?
0: That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, I only have one in college right now, and he's okay. home. And they just announced today they have closed for the rest of the semester. Is that so. CNU? Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, that's what so. I figured. They're they're holding out best they could, but yes. yeah, now they're yeah. like, now this this thing yeah. is not happening.
0: Now look, I don't, I don't, I know, I know, upbeat. Let's have something good. But I'll tell you that not to be more. I picked him up Sunday afternoon. I, you know, could tell he was hungover as could be. um, You know, pretending he's not. By the time I get him home Sunday evening, from quote a high risk area, he's running one hundred two point five. So we had to immediately do the, you know, the quarantine. He's been in his room for three days. Fever's gone, but man, I mean, it's shit's scary. That's no bad. Yeah, and tonight we were talking at dinner before this, and it was like, okay, we followed a protocol. It's time to let him out. You guys okay with it? And his brothers X two and X four are like, can we leave him in till April first, and then just pull the April Fools' joke? We've left you in there. For oh weeks? my
1: god. <laughs> oh my god. I was wow. like, no,
0: no, I can't, I can't do it that long. But uh,
1: yeah. Well, when do you think the world gets back online, Mr. X?
0: I don't know, but I I, who, I cannot begin to judge it, but I sure would not be on the under. Yeah. Um, I
1: mean, not who the, knows? not, not at this point, good. right?
0: No, I don't know. Who knows? Sorry. That's a tough call. All
1: right. Well, podcast but... is over. I'm glad I called you tonight. <laughs> you know, I said, do you <laughs> well, want I a I pod do, tonight? I
0: told you I don't got much. How about, Bob, how about Bill O'Brien? Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> Okay, well, let's talk about the Bill O'Brien thing. He allegedly said something about Aaron Hernandez to uh wide receiver. I'm um, uh, losing my brain right now. I don't even know Hopkins. what day it is. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins in his so-called exit meeting with him and supposedly objected to his baby mamas being around too much. Now, this is, of course, according to Michael Irvin. All right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And it was blown up to a big deal. And then it took uh, Hopkins going to Twitter to go, you know what? Uh, This thing, no. He's like, "Uh, I'm cool. Much respect. It was blown out of proportion. Is that the part of how about Bill O'Brien you're talking about? Or just the trade itself?
0: Well, I guess I look at it this way. I don't care if you trade him. This is a business. You can trade anybody you want to. But I think of it like... In any fantasy league, and I know it looks like people are like, oh, that's not real. You know what's real about it is when you're going to trade somebody, you kind of field offers if you're from everyone and take the best one. That, I don't care. That'd that be traded, ideal, there's right? No way, there's no way in hell that, that that teams aren't sitting at home going, geez, why don't you call me? <laughs> right, exactly. I would have given you more than that. So you can trade him, but I just can't. Usually, the, you, you kind of go, wow, all we can get is a second for so-and-so, and you take it. There's no way that he did the courtesy check-in with 30 other GMs and go, hey, we're actually thinking of moving Hopkins because a wa- I mean, he just got nothing, and there's no way that that was the best offer he could get for him. Does that makes right.
1: sense. No, I hear oh, you on that. I can't believe that. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, it, it's just crazy to think that. And there's a direct comp in terms of value that they didn't get in the Stefan nope. Diggs trade as a comparison.
0: Yeah, perfect comparison. There's no way that there's no way that if you if you told, I mean, Buffalo's probably sitting there going, I, I, I didn't know Hopkins was sitting there in the equation. Sure, we'd have rather had him. Yeah, they would have bid more. Everybody would have bid more. That that part I don't understand.
1: Yeah. So but, hey, I was yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I was just listening to your show from last night. And uh I, I'm I'm completely out of like without TV, I'm not listening to radios, any of stuff, but Cam Newton.
1: Why isn't he gonna end up in <sighs> DC? He apparently is the betting favorite right now. Okay. I heard
0: you and Jay talking about him all over the place and I and I'm thinking I, I bet he ends up right here.
1: Hmm. Well, he is the betting favorite here. I just think it's a terrible fucking idea for a number of reasons. Mainly yes, like how long make
0: bad moves. You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how, uh, how are you going to actually, I mean, how long are you going to be in the Cam Newton business?
0: Yeah. I don't know. If you can't answer that him. first question, I don't want him, but I, I think they may, I don't know. If Rivera likes him, right?
1: Uh, yeah, I think Rivera does like him. And I think Rivera is meh on Haskins right now. Yeah. But you got to ask yourself, what is our plan here? What is our plan? Why are we doing it? It's almost like I think the Colts with Phillip Rivers at one year, $25 million is completely idiotic.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vinny.
1: We have a plan. Yeah. Don't worry. We have a plan. We We know what we're doing. Exactly. Well,
0: we what? are x minutes in here, and you have yet to rub my nose in the Brady deal. So
1: I'm not gonna rub your nose in it. I do <laughs> want your thoughts on it. Are you yeah. shocked that he is out?
0: i I am surprised. I really haven't. what did you predict on St Patrick's Day? That's a shock. That is. Um, I thought he'd stay. Yeah. I, I thought he'd stay all along. Um, you know, I was thinking through you guys were talking about it. I was trying to think of top QBs that really stayed on one team. I couldn't come up with anyone but Marino. They all leave and give it a try at least one point or the other. Maybe (laughs) Elway and Marino, that's it. Uh, I can't. I mean, most of them just say, no, I'll try one other place. So is Brady so much above everybody else that he isn't going to do the same thing and give it a try somewhere else? Uh, You know, but what, what strikes me as odd about it is. But three or four times they drafted era parents and then eventually get rid of them how many era pa- man, parents
1: only time in 20
0: years is they don't have anybody
1: go through the era parents by the way
0: well for the patriots gosh. Garoppolo, they had i remember when they drafted ryan mallet early yeah that's they right thought he was the guy exactly. i mean they had Brissett and Garoppolo. they got rid of them both cuz they realized tommy's going to be here for a while right um, and then they had you know castle Um, that
1: right they played in the one year
0: that he was heard i mean they they keep getting rid of the backups even hoyer they get rid of hoyer last year they've been getting rid of the backups because they realize they don't need one and this is probably the worst year ever to let him go it's kind of i can't even think of the kid's name that's god awful that they have on the bench and i think i've not heard this anywhere but my take is they get Jameis winston
1: well they're laying low winston still not signed, and I find that a yeah. little bit shocking. Um, here, Tom Brady was picked. These are the uh, quarterbacks picked by Belichick, all right? Brady, okay. sixth round, 2,000. Worked out pretty well, right? Yeah. 199. Rohan Davey in 0-2, fourth rounder. He wow. was cut a year later, no return. Third quarterback drafted is the current coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Cliff. Kingsbury. Oh, yes. Sixth rounder in 2003. Uh, was spent his rookie year in IR and was released the next year. Matt Castle, seventh round in 05 out of USC. Flipped him yeah. for a second round pick. Kevin O'Connell, third round in 08. Your yeah. current OC. For the Washington Redskins, or no, wait, did he get fired with the old staff? I forget. He went out with the staff. He went out with the staff. Zach Robinson, seventh round pick, 2010. uh, Released in September of 2010. (laughs) Ryan Mallett, third rounder in 2011. And then Jimmy Garoppolo, second rounder, 2014.
0: I guess they didn't draft Brissett. I was thinking that they had. Yeah, that's a lot of draft picks. So no, they didn't a lot
1: of draft Brissett. Well, Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Uh, let's see, uh, where did they get? Uh, oh, they did. No, sorry they they took Jacoby Brissett. This this article is old. Jacoby Brissett okay. was taken ninety first overall in two thousand and whatever. Yeah, so so
0: they two thousand sixteen so is only. Belichick's only hit on one out of his 12 quarterback traps, <laughs> <laughs> but it was interesting
1: way to look at it. No, I think Castle was a big hit and I think Garoppolo was a hit. I think he's yeah, hit Gar- Garoppolo on... and
0: Brissett are jury out, but I mean, I yeah. wouldn't exactly Castle was a, you know, he's a, he's a journeyman, you know, backup, whatever, but yeah. So, yeah,
1: so do you think, do, do you think Brady's going to be any good with Tampa?
0: Uh, I, yeah, that team's a good team, and I don't buy the, oh, he can't throw a deep crap. I mean, Peyton uh, Peyton Manning did the same thing his last couple of years, and Brady can throw the deep ball way better than Peyton could when he was winning at the end of his career. The difference is there's nobody better. at Quarterback is about mental, and there's nobody better reading the defense, pre- and post-snap, putting the ball where it belongs, and letting them run with it. You don't have to throw it 50 yards down the field, and he'll be fine. But I think the reason Belichick – we have this good argument going today, splitting wood for three days. And <laughs> X2 and I were talking – yeah, X2 and I are talking about Winston, and he's, he's pushing him. And I said, I see Belichick kind of with an attitude of, hey, watch this. I can win with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Okay, And he says, can you imagine Belichick every time Winston's throwing those horrible picks? It's gonna drive him crazy. Oh, yeah.
1: He he will <laughs> he will absolutely get steamed up. So who would you prefer then as your next quarterback? Because you don't have one right now.
0: I don't know. Cam and Winston are the only ones, right?
1: All right. Which they're one are the you, only two out there? If yet no, well, not the only two. They could trade for Dalton because they're Bangles expected to take Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> it, nothing would
0: surprise me if he moves up. I actually predicted. Okay, here was my prediction. He moves up into the mid five to eight range and gets the Oregon kid or Herbert.
1: Oh, okay. I, I,
0: I can see them. They've got plenty. They, they're going to stink if they don't trade up so they can afford to trade up. And I, I see Herbert as the kind of that project that fits Belichick better you, than the, uh, the better than two, uh, or, they're not going to get Burrow. So why not trade up and get Herbert and somewhere in the five, eight range?
1: What do you think? Uh, what do you think is the current over under on, the uh Patriots without a quarterback. And would anyone well, post that number?
0: Uh yeah, of course, of Somebody. course they post anything. <laughs> yes. Uh over under uh, on a quarterback. I think they're gonna get one. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. they are still, you know, they are no, defense no, no. was so
1: so no, good. What's the year. win total? Give me give me a projected yeah, win total.
0: Uh ten and a half.
1: With mystery meat right now at quarterback.
0: Yeah, with uh, yeah, with the placebo, just anybody. that's wow. no, Yeah, I don't know. They, I mean, he wins. A, it's, you know, we're going to see. Everybody's dying to compare one versus uh, Brady and Belichick. Who's more important? No. But you know what? They, they're just both so good. It's What happens next year if either one of them goes in the tank? If Brady can't win in Tampa and Belichick can't win without him, it's not a surprise, and it doesn't take anything away from, you know, what's happened so far.
1: Okay. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, so, and so you, how do you feel about Brady wearing another uniform? Do you think that is a disappointment when you look back years from now?
0: Would I love to see him finish his career there? Yes. Did I think he would? Yes. The fans will be so tolerant with a decline for him. Yes. I think of it a lot. Like it doesn't matter to me. Sorry, but this is a lot. Like I grew up on the curse and the Red Sox. From my first game in the 67 World Series until they broke the curse in 04. And it and lived and died on every one of those collapses and horrific uh, chokes that they had. Once they won it in 04 and a couple more cents, I don't care that much anymore. Now it's, everything's house money now. And I kind of feel that way with the Patriots. They've won, what is it, six? Brady's won six. I don't need more. I'm
1: okay. I've got enough. It's... If they
0: go back to going ten and six, I'm okay. Ten and had, six.
1: Why don't you go back yeah. to being five and eleven? Then call me.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think Belichick's going to be that bad. All
1: right. How long will be Belichick so coach? He's sixty-eight. Yeah, five more you years.
0: Know, oh well, let's see. According to we can't guess that guy. He gives out no data whatsoever, and what he does give out, you don't trust. No way to predict that. Hey, I couldn't predict that. That would be like gambling.
1: Yeah, exactly. Here are your one-team Hall of Famers amongst the top passing yards in NFL history. Yards, of course, being a more recent thing. So there's some Hall of Famers that are further down the list when the league wasn't so passing-oriented. But Drew Brees, two teams for him, Chargers and Saints. He's not a one-team Hall of Famer. Brady's going to be a two-teamer. Peyton Manning is a two-teamer. Brett Favre is a four-teamer. Right. Falcons, Packers, Jets, Vikings. Marino's a one-teamer. T- one yep. But you remember Marino's last game?
0: Uh, no.
1: It was the playoff loss to Jacksonville. It was like 59- Oh, 62-3. Shit. 62-3. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I
0: remember
1: that.
0: I had Marino plus 55. Yeah, that was brutal.
1: <laughs> uh, Philip Rivers will be a two-team Hall of Famer if he makes the Hall of Fame. Not sure. Eli Manning will be a one-teamer if he makes the Hall of Fame. Uh, Not sure. Big Ben could be. John Elway, one team. Matt Ryan, probably not a Hall of Famer, and we'll see from there. Warren Moon, multiple teams, and Canada. Fran Tarkenton, one teamer.
0: Ah, forgot him. That's a good one.
1: Aaron Rodgers, we'll see. Carson Palmer is next on the passing yardage list. How about that, huh? (laughs) Uh, Vincent Testaverde, so not a Hall of Famer. Drew Bledsoe. Dan Fouts, one team Hall of Famer. Matt Stafford is up on that list. Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins has more passing yards than Joe Montana. Shut my mouth and call me a donkey. I lost that one. I (laughs) lost that one. (laughs) Of course. All right. uh, Then there's this story. Have you been reading about what it's like to see Vegas as a ghost town?
0: I. I texted at the request of some of the Zay Vegas folks a few days ago. I texted my friend out there that lives right off the strip. And he said, yeah, this is like a a science fiction movie with nobody on the street. It's really eerie. Right. That was what I heard. Yeah.
1: 30 day shutdown. And one of the biggest things that they're talking about is nobody has locks on their doors. Michael Rubinstein, executive chef at Momofuku, one of the highest rated restaurants on the strip, there's no lock on our door. For the oh, past they're three 20, years. 7. Wow. For the past three years, there's been at least one person here every day, except for between the hours of three AM and seven AM.
0: Well, of all the hard things going on, get a lock. It ain't that hard.
1: Well, I know. Some some Vegas hotels are boarding up their windows and entrances.
0: Ugh. Well, we're all doing that, man. That's pretty. It's rough, for sure. Hey, you know what though? I I, I gotta tell you something. What I, I maybe this is gonna come out. There's plenty of time. Yeah, X2 says the one the favorite thing about that he laughs most about me is when I tell him something that happens, you know, sports thing, and I'll say it was five or six years ago, and he'll Google up and it'll be like '94. You know, I can't I can't tell time. You know, it's always way off. And I was telling the the boys about. I guess it was a strike year. ESPN, I thought it was masterful. ESPN did that simulation of the all-time best football teams.
1: I did not um, see it.
0: They, they ran a season. Oh, Zabe, it was it was awesome because they played a season. They did it on um, you know some computer simulation, but then they pieced together. And Chris Berman did the highlights from each game. And what they would do is they actually they partnered with NFL Films and put together. They use like old clips for certain key plays, yeah. so you would really see them redo the game. You know, oh, you're, no if, way. You're a, if you're a geek like me, you recognize some of the plays. They blot out the numbers a little bit and change them so it'd be the right ball carrier or whatever. But anyway, because we were doing this, and I googled it up, and it was 1989. I thought oh. it was recently, and um, of course they had um, the '74 Steelers beating the '72 Dolphins in the championship, and it was they were I loved it. They the way they put the footage together and they play. If you Google that up, you'll see they had like 24 teams, all you know champions, and of course since they did it in '89, you know if they redid that kind of thing again, you'd have some really good teams post yeah um, post '89. No question. Um, the ninety three skins, the Patriots. Right. You know, it would be fun. I can't believe they're sitting around with all the employees they have and not redoing that. Because like Berman would show, like they'd be showing like the fifty five lions. I,
1: I don't think they have the. They, they they don't have a lot of people around the the office. Yeah.
0: Well, they they'd show like the fifty five lions, and he'd make some crack about uh, the storm and the cameras. So we're, we uh, excuse the black and white footage. Sure. <laughs> because they'd show old teams in black and white. Sure. It was fun. Somebody's got to do something like that. I mean, we're just starving for things to do. Yeah, exactly. Things to watch.
1: It's brutal. Did you see uh, Did you see the uh, letter the Yankees sent out to their old-timers saying you're invited to the 74th annual old-timers game on Sunday, August 9th? And one of the guys that got an invite was Phil Hughes, and he tweeted, really, guys? I'm 33. Remember pitcher <laughs> Phil Hughes for the Yankees? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess 33 is old enough to be an, quote, old-timer. Anyone – Who's an ex Yankee who's now retired gets invited to this thing.
0: Yeah, I guess it's like all the PC things, you're gonna have to change the name. It's no longer old timer game. It's gotta be vintage, alumni game or something. Right. Vintage
1: like that. players mm-hmm. game. That kind of a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, we're uh we're running out, but
1: uh we, Actually, we gotta find something to do. <laughs> the you know what the you know what there is is the Korean basketball league is gonna start up again in like a week. You ready to stream some Korean professional basketball? Huh? Huh? Uh
0: I would say no, but you know what? <laughs> a week from now who the hell knows.
1: Okay. <laughs> and then uh Adam Silver says uh they're mulling a charity game at some point as a diversion. Of course, the NBA had to go into PR mode uh today because you know, they they're testing all their players. They're like, "Oh, the Nets played the Lakers, got to go test the Lakers. And, you know, the perception is with the public and with your son, you couldn't get a test. So it's like all these NBA players are getting a test. Somebody tweeted something very snarky saying, don't forget if you're going to get a test for the COVID-19 virus, make sure to bring uh, an identification form plus your latest pro basketball reference stats or an IMDB page if you're an actor.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but like one of the kids was saying, you know, they're going to – when they resume playing the NBA in August and Durant's back, that's going to be a heck of a 1-8 matchup with uh, the Bucks and the Nets.
1: Oh, Jesus. because right? D-
0: he'd be back by then.
1: How? Do, when's Durant supposed to be ready to play?
0: I don't know. They usually say about a year, so it's like you know he was going to miss the whole season. But what if it's in August? That's a
1: pretty uh, potent eight seed. He got Brooklyn. He got injured. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Only, only the kids of X would think that far ahead. (laughs) That's fantastic. Yeah, Uh, changes
0: could change things. I mean, it's not it's not impossible. I would think at this point, just cancel it. But I see. I try
1: to. Well, that's the thing. I think every sports league they want to collect as much money as they can in this sort of cycle. It's not the calendar year per se, but if they can collect some money for a salvage season, they'll do it. Cause even though these billionaires, they'll be the last ones to starve, but they don't like losing money. Even during global pandemics.
0: Right. You don't, you don't get to be the billionaire if you like to lose money. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, Also Gronk will uh, host a two night WWE spectacular April 4th and April 5th. Uh, according to a story that just came out i don't know if uh, there's going to be any fans uh, in fact no it'll canceled. it'll be at the it'll be at the training facility in orlando
0: without fans oh yeah that'll be fun well you know what we're so desperate actually one of the kids today said that what they should do in the future is play a bunch of games and not have the outcomes and just bank them for like the next time there's a strike or things <laughs> happen and, and pull out old you know, games of yeah.
1: Your kids should be on the Sports Coronavirus Innovation Task Force because yeah. that's another great idea right there. A bunch well, of said, games you know, that... It's never going to
0: not leak out, but you know, yeah, you know, if you have, you know, just pick some teams, have LeBron playing, whoever, <laughs> and just don't broadcast them and put them in the vault. And then it's kind of like, you know, with, um, you know, whenever some uh, singer or, or rock star um Dies, they always find those um, cuts that were never released. (laughs) So, do that with basketball. Yeah,
1: pretty much unreleased. We we
0: lost this NFL film, but here's a game. And hey, put the odds up. Let's bet on it and figure it out.
1: Most importantly, is your son doing better?
0: He's doing fine now. Thank you.
1: Okay. So, nasty fever for a couple days, quarantine isolation. Everyone else in the ex household is all right? So far, so good. So far, so good. Knock on wood. All right, Mister X, this too shall pass. And and when Vegas right. is open again, two benefits: one, it'll be squeaky clean because they have time now to really hose it out, and we will appreciate the living fuck out of it. Oh, won't we, we
0: will. We will. Let me say something real quick as you go. If I can borrow your pod. I'm getting bombarded, of course, with people that want to know about what's going to happen. What's going to happen with all my website and the services? As soon as I can get to it, you know, same thing as you. Everybody's going to get refunded when this stuff's all canceled. Just give me some time.
1: Okay, very good. Thank you, Mister X. Mister X is not there to take your money for no good reason. Thank you, bud. All right, see you. There you go. <laughs> Whew. Had to cheer him up just a bit there. Had to had to perk him up. Somebody just sent me a link. Here, you want a sport to watch? Watch Marbula One, Savage Speedway, Marble Racing. Marble Racing with dominoes. You know those dominoes displays that go all around? Yeah. (laughs) Marble Racing will take pretty much whatever. All right. Female narwhals attracted to males with biggest horns. Study. Well, no shit. <laughs> the lead is for a whale of a good time. Size does matter. <laughs> Scientists have discovered that male narwhals use their horns as, quote, sexual weapons to lure the ladies with frisky females preferring to hook up with large tusked males. <laughs> the information that the tusk communicates is simple. I am bigger than you. It's a picture with this story of uh, four narwhals swimming in the open ocean as they crest on the surface. It's flat out mag- majestic. It's it's incredible. And then there's this, I mean, take small little things for what they're worth. There's pictures now of the famous canals in Venice, normally a, a milky whitish blue because of all the muck stirred up on the bottom of it, crystal clear. Looks like an aquarium. You can see little fish down in there because there's no gondola traffic. Very weird. And then there was this guy in Italy with what looks like a really awesome balcony saying hello to his neighbors on day eight of quarantine.
0: Good morning, my neighbors! Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! <laughs> fuck you too!
1: <laughs> and with that, we bid you a good day. Hang in there, hunkered down. Physical distancing, not social distancing, and we will all get through this together. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.